It is Friday, July 3rd, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Pennsylvania Speed Week was at Hagerstown Speedway last night for race number seven of the week. Kyle Larson entered the night as the Speed Week points leader over Danny Dietrich, and when the night was over, the lead would be even larger. Larson started the 30-lap feature from the pole and was untouchable out front. He led wire to wire to take his second win of the week. Brent Marks was second, Sammy Swindell third, Rico Abreu fourth, and Freddie Raymer finished fifth. Danny Dietrich was in the top five late, but appeared to have issues and actually ended up dropping back to eighth right at the end of the night. This mis misfortune for Dietrich now sees Larson out front for the title by 110 points. Freddie Raymer is another 80 points back in third. There are two more nights remaining in Pennsylvania Speed Week tonight at Williams Grove for 15000 to win, and then tomorrow back at Port Royal for the finale in $10,000 to win. Tonight's action can be watched live on Dirt Vision, while tomorrow at Port Royal will be streamed on Flow Racing and Speed Shift. So still some more racing to come with Pennsylvania Speed Week. Both the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars and Late Models were at Cedar Lake last night for the first of three nights this weekend. Both series completed qualifying sessions to set up the Friday and Saturday programs and then participated in an elimination-style feature for 3000 to win. In sprint car qualifying, it was Kerry Mazin who went quick time uh, for Friday over Logan Schuhart and Parker Price Miller. And then David Gravel was fast time for Saturday over Sheldon Huddenshield and Kerry Madsen. For Friday, late model qualifying, Jimmy Mars was quick time over Scott Bloomquist and Dennis Erb Jr. And Brandon Shepard went fast time for Saturday over Dennis Erb Jr. and Cade Diller. The two elimination features started 20 cars and eliminated the, the back four cars every five laps until there were eight cars and eight laps remaining. In the sprint car elimination showdown, it was all Darren Pittman out front. He was briefly challenged by Donnie Schatz early in the running, and then Pittman had to fend off a late slider attempt from Schatz, uh, but Pittman led every lap uh, en route to the $3,000 score. Donnie Schatz finished second with Sheldon Hoddenshield in third. There was drama in the night's late model elimination showdown. Kay Dillard led the early going, but Ricky Weiss was quickly on the move behind him. By the start of the third segment, Dillard and Weiss were side-by-side -side on the front row. Weiss was able to grab the lead in that third five-lap segment and set him up uh, set himself up for the finish. Weiss led the final eight laps, but coming to the checker, Dillard was right with him, even pulling alongside into turn three. He couldn't make the move stick, though, and Weiss crossed the line as the winner. Afterwards, though, Weiss's car failed inspection for quarter panel height, and Dillard was handed the win. Rodney Sanders finished second with Brandon Shepard third. Uh, it was a little bit of an experiment last night uh, with these World of Outlaws elimination showdowns. Uh, kind of mixed feelings, it seemed like, across uh, across social media about how it went. The sprint car, um, you know, the sprint car version of it was, it wasn't terrible. You know, it, it wasn't uh, anything that set the world on fire. The the late model feature certainly had a great finish and some good racing all the way through it. Um, but I appreciate, you know, whether it worked or didn't work, I appreciate the series putting up some money and having some racing on a night where maybe normally there wouldn't have been racing. Um, and I certainly appreciate them trying out different uh, format types. Uh, and, you know, whether it worked or didn't work, uh, certainly appreciate the attempt. Um, I want to look at some weekend predictions that Tracker.com analytics formula likes Brad Sweet for the sprint car portion of Cedar Lake. His last four starts at Cedar Lake have included two wins and a second place finish. He's also finished in the top five in each of the last six races this season. The formula also has David Gravel and Sheldon Hoddenshield with solid win chances as well. Sheldon won at Cedar Lake in 2019 and Gravel has several strong finishes uh, back through 2018 at Cedar Lake as well. The late model predictions much tighter, uh, a lot more... Um, uncertainty uh, with, with the late model predictions uh, than we've seen, especially here lately. Uh, the formula has a slight edge to Brandon Shepard, but it is very, very slight. Um, it's really a pretty near toss-up between she Shepard, Ricky Weiss, Cade Dillard, and Daryl Lanigan at the top. Um, and if last night was any indication, I think uh, Ricky Weiss and Cade Dillard will certainly be ones to watch through the weekend. Uh, you know, Dillard's going to be riding that wave of that big win at Firecracker. 
And, you know, with what we saw out of Weiss last night in the elimination showdown, it certainly seems like maybe he's uh, ready to get things turned around here uh, after a, a rough few weeks for him. Uh, the remaining two nights at Cedar Lake will be full normal programs and start with heat races each night. Both nights are 20000 to win and 1000 to start. You can watch all the action live with your Fast Pass on Dirt Vision. Speaking of the World of Outlaws late models, we found out yesterday the fate of the Prairie Dirt Classic at Fairbury for 2020, and unfortunately, it's not good. This year's version, which was scheduled to pay 50000 to win for the first time ever, was sacked due to crowd limits. The event will return in 2021. Fairbury's promoter, Matt Curl, will announce a new two-day 25000 to win event at Kokomo Speedway in the coming days to fill the void left by the PDC. Stay tuned for more details on that. If you'd like more information about the Prairie Dirt Classic announcement, you can find that uh, at World of Outlaws com including what to do if you have tickets and pit passes and camping and that stuff um, all that information is in that release Looking ahead, tonight is the opener for Ohio Sprint Speed Week with the All-Star Circuit of Champions. The series will run nine races in ten nights across seven racetracks in Ohio. The opener tonight is at Attica Raceway Park before the series moves to Fremont for Saturday and Sunday. Dale Blaney was the Speed Week champion in 2019. A large percentage of those Speed Week shows last year were lost to weather, so here's hoping the weather forecasts for this week are going to be a little bit better than what we saw last season. Kyle Larson, Dale Blaney, Aaron Reitzel, and Buddy Kofoy were all Speed Week winners in 2019. It'll be interesting to see who will actually have racing all week with the All-Stars. You know, you, you'll have the regular kind of contingent of full-time All-Star guys, but Sprint car racing is going to be super fragmented, at least this weekend. Um, you know, you've got Outlaws up at Cedar Lake. You've got Pennsylvania Speed Week wrapping up. You've got Knoxville running back-to-back -back nights. Um, so there's plenty of races for guys, uh, you know, to choose to go race at this uh, this weekend. So it'll be, you know, curious to see who we get to show up to Attica tonight and, and Fremont through the weekend besides the remainder of the races. Um, I would imagine we'll probably see a lot of guys kind of dropping in for portions of Ohio. You know, over the next uh, week plus here, so we'll uh, we'll keep you uh, uh, up to date on who's racing and who isn't racing, um, and especially today, as as we know more, we'll certainly be retweeting those things from the All Stars and, and getting you up to speed on who you can actually expect tonight at Attica. Um, you know, the Ohio racing this year has been really fun to watch. Um, you know, between Atomic and 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 some of these tracks that have run here the last few weeks, that has been some really fun shows to watch. Um, so hopefully, uh, we'll see some really great racing again across Ohio. If you cannot be at Attica tonight, action gets underway at 7.45 Eastern, live on Flow Racing. Side note for the All-Stars, after a quick, very unscientific poll last night on my own Twitter account, I'll be adding the All-Stars next to the DirtTracker.com analytics section. I got the database set up done last night and hope to start adding some results today. Once results are in, we'll have a full complement of stats available for the All-Stars, just like we do for the World of Outlaws, Sprint Cars, and Late Models. So stay tuned for more information there. Uh, the NART King of the West Series announced this week they have canceled the July 11th event at Petaluma Speedway uh, due to COVID restrictions. The next event on the schedule is July 18th at Ocean Speedway. For more information, you can visit NARC410.com. Uh, I want to take a quick look at the Dirt Tracker uh, pay-per-view schedule for tonight. Uh, it's going to be another super busy weekend of racing all kinds of things to watch across the various streaming platforms uh, so if you cannot make it to a racetrack uh, plenty of things to watch uh, to keep you entertained through the weekend Dirt on Dirt has a pair of shows tonight, uh, Dirt Kings Late Models for Mississippi Thunder Speedway, um, and then 34 Raceway has the Slocum 50 for Super Late Models. Dirt Vision has three shows, Knoxville, Williams Grove, Cedar Lake. Um, uh, again, another busy night for Dirt Vision as well. Fast Forward Media has action from Sweet, Swing, Sweet Springs Motorsports Complex, easy for me to say. Um, and then a ton of stuff on Flow Racing, um, You know, especially with them mirroring, mirroring the Dirt on Dirt and Speed Shift content. Um, I mean, they've got all kinds of things 
Springs Attica, uh, you know, for Sprint Speed Week. They've got USAC Sprint Cars at Lincoln Park Speedway. They've got action from Kokomo, um, that 34 Raceway event, re weekly racing from Antioch, Marshalltown. Um, and all of those, um, the Antioch, Kokomo, Marshalltown, Crawford County Speedway, those are all mi mirrored on Speed Shift as well. Um, Race and Dirt has action from Dallas County uh, Speedway as well. Plus, there are a number of shows on Speed Sports. So, very, very busy day and going to be a very busy weekend of racing across the streaming platforms. If you want to keep up with all of that, you can find that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Friday um, and a good weekend. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler and you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter live on the site. Um, I think what I'm going to do going forward, I still have a nice stack of Dirt Tracker decals actually which you can see right here if you're watching uh, on, uh, on Facebook or YouTube. I think I'm going to do, um, for people that go, going forward that subscribe to the YouTube channel, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, I'm going to pick maybe one or two people a week um, going forward and send you a Dirt Tracker, one of those Dirt Tracker decals. Um, so if you sign up or if you haven't signed up yet, go sign up uh, to be a subscriber over on YouTube and you'll have a chance to win a Dirt Tracker decal. Uh, that's the show for today. Thanks everybody for tuning in to another week of Dirt Tracker Daily. We certainly appreciate it. We will see you on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.